again. Welcome to uh, my podcast, The Stephen Sully Study. Um, podcast is simply about my take on being a success. Uh, the major three areas that I certainly value is uh, your mindset as a person, regardless whether you're in business, an investor, a family person, someone who's uh, working for a big company or someone's even at university or school, I think it's always um, in everyone's best interest to have a healthy mindset and uh, an optimistic mindset of, of, of your life and how it's going to unfold. Um, also, I I care massively. The second part is is training my body and, um, you know, giving it the right things that I need. Um, and that follows on to nutrition. Uh, these are the things I, I typically talk about on my podcast. Today, I want to talk about, um, I always talk uh, to a lot of um, businesses that at the core of every business is is sales, is a great sales team and sales structure and methods and things. I think at the core of salespeople, though, um, is people which are uh, in tune with their goals and they've got a great amount of um, focus and their attitude is absolutely on point. And at the core of that is is a routine. So I have a routine that I, I usually stick by uh, most days, uh, certainly five or six days out of the week. Um, I stick to this routine. I call it my routine of a champion. Um, I didn't come up with that title. I actually took it off somebody else, and one day I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that that title and implement it into my own life. So I'll go through these ten steps, and um, these might be relevant or beneficial to you. It certainly helped me. Um, and I'll, I'll describe why and elaborate why these, uh, each point is, is, is quite important. Um, so number one, uh, I get up, uh, one minute past five most mornings. Now, the reason being is because I've read many, many books. I've watched many different, um, successful people on YouTube and watch documentaries of them. And it seems to be a common thread that most successful entrepreneurs, millionaires, billionaires, um, business people, certainly people that are self-driven, um, they always use their 24 hours right because you've got to think about it, whether you're rich or poor, whether you're young or old, or it doesn't matter what your background is, we all have one thing in common, which is our 24 hours. And the major difference between, let's say, someone very successful to someone that's not probably comes down to the way they treat their 24 hours. Are they wasting it? Are they just staying in bed for the sheer sake of staying in bed? Um or they're really getting up with a purpose. So I get up at one minute past five because I believe that if I could get an extra two hours um, advantage over my competition or what I was doing a few years ago, then surely I'm going to become a lot more successful, even by default, because I've got an extra two hours in the day. If you turn around to anybody and said, if I could give you an extra two hours a day, so rather than 24 hours, you're going to increase it by two hours every single day. Would you take it? The answer is yes. Um, so I get up at one minute past five and I don't just sit around. I I get up and I travel uh, to the gym. So my second point is training. Um, I make sure that I train pretty much five days a week. Um, that's a sweet spot for me. I must train roughly about five days a week. Sometimes it's a little bit more. Sometimes if I'm super busy, I can't always get the five days in, but mostly it's going to be five days a week. So I'll get up at one minute past five. That's number one. Number two, I head to the gym. 
Now, looking at other successful people as well, I know I know people got hundreds of properties, thousands of properties. I know someone is worth basically half a billion uh, pounds. He's a very, very good friend of mine. Um, unofficially, he's a bit of a mentor. I, I seek advice from him every so often to do with mindset, to do with business, to do with property. And he's always kind of there for me uh, when, I, when I ask him a question, even if he's over WhatsApp or go and meet him at the coffee shop. I just give him a phone call. He's always very, very willing and very humble enough to, to give me a lot of advice. And one thing I noticed about him, even 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 though he's a bit older than me, um, he continues to train and he's got so much energy. Even his son, who's about 19 or 20 years of age, um, they train together and it's just a, a phenomenal thing to see. He's got so much life and he's got so much passion for what he does. Even though he's got all the toys and all the... Uh, the nice lifestyle and he's got all the best things you can ever want. Um, he's always up and he's always pushing himself. And I, and I continually see him in the gym or training with people. And when I've read other books, there's so many people that talk about even simply going for a run and pushing yourself uh, physically because it, it, it cleanses your mind and it, it gets you to thinking, thinking in a, a completely optimistic kind of way. So I go into the gym, I pay for my, uh, my sessions. I pay roughly about £300 a month, which sounds like a lot, but I have a personal trainer that tells me what to do. And I don't have to think about uh, when I get into the gym, exactly what routine or what I should be doing today. I've got someone directing me, mentoring me during that session. And the great thing about that is I've done it before when I've gone into a gym and after about 15 or 20 minutes, I'm thinking I cannot be bothered here, which is human nature. Every so often, you're not going to feel like it. And I've literally convinced myself that I've done enough and I go down to the spa, down to the swimming pool and I walk out of the gym and when I speak to people, I say, yeah, I've trained and really I haven't and I've just convinced myself. So the good thing about a personal trainer, number one, you're paying, you're paying for it, which is an investment. The best investment you can make is in yourself and trust me, yeah, the books and everything else is great and eating the right food, but I can't even emphasize enough how important it is to get a personal trainer, the right one as well. Someone that actually knows what they're doing. They're qualified by experience. You know, they've been around the right people that help help certain athletes. I've got two uh, main people that train me. I have a guy called Charlie Beat, who is part of um, Adam Booth's camp over uh, down at Like to Box and Like to Lift, which is actually his gym. So he, he owns the gym, uh, strength and conditioning gym uh, at the bottom. And at the top is the boxing gym. So he's ran a lot of athletes and he's helped a lot of key athletes to get to um, um, a high standard. And that's the kind of person I want training me, someone that is um, used to training athletes. Also, I use a guy um, who's a very good friend of mine, a guy called Ruben Tabares, who was in David Hayes' uh, corner. He's been Tiny Tempers trainer, or still currently is, Dynamos, and there's been a list of people. And these are the kind of people I want to be around because – they're not just good at what they do, but the way they talk as well is really, really important. The way they they push you, even mentally, is 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 absolutely key. I've seen some personal trainers that they tell you what to do and then they're on their phone and they're the kind of people you don't want to be around. So definitely putting yourself through your paces by training is absolutely important. And I do believe if you sweat more in a gym, you're going to bleed less in your business. You're going to bleed less on the streets as as uh, some of the, uh, the boxing um, sayings go. Um, and, um, it's just going to set you up because there's that you get used to pain in the gym. And I think that's really, really important. Um, the next thing, uh, number three. So on the way back from the gym, I don't just use the, uh, the 45 minute drive, uh, back 
for time just to let my my wonder. I always put on a podcast. So right now I'm listening to a few different podcasts. Rob Moore. Uh, it goes without saying he's my he's my own mentor for my um, my podcast. Um, he's got the disruptive entrepreneur. He's got a second one called Money. Um, I personally have been subscribing heavily on the disruptive entrepreneur. I like even the little sound bites I get from it. I listen to another guy called Andy Frisella. I like him a lot because he's a no nonsense kind of guy. He's got a podcast called the MFCEO. Um, there's also Grant Cardone and there's a bunch of other, other people. I listen to Progressive uh, Property as well because quite naturally I'm in the property space um, and I'm very much on my journey. You know, I've been in it for a couple of years now, uh, coming up to a couple of years, and I'm still learning all the time. There's so much knowledge and regulation and law and different strategies that you can learn with property. So I'm regularly listening to a different property podcast just to keep myself up to date with a, with a couple of things. Um, I feel that when I'm driving back and I'm listening to a 45 minute podcast, um, I really do take a lot in. And um, if I find anything which is really relevant, I'll go back to that podcast, write it down and try and implement it into my day or into my routine. Um, so I, I, I got this little trick about um, leveraging your, your time. So if you're on a run, why don't you leverage your time by listening to a personal development uh, podcast, which I've done this morning, or if you're driving, why don't you listen into a, uh, a podcast or even if you're on the train or something like that, you might as well listen, listen to a, a, a podcast and leverage, leverage your time because otherwise that time is, it could be quite wasted. But next one, number four. So when I get in, I know this is going to sound quite obvious, but I, I, I come across a lot of people that don't do this. Um, I eat, uh, really good foods. So my typical uh, regime in the morning is eating a lot of superfoods. Uh, I cut out a lot of meat during the week. Um, there's a couple of reasons behind it. Number one, I've read a lot of um, health benefits by becoming a lot more focused on uh, being uh, vegan. Um, I'm not saying I'm completely vegan, but Monday to Friday, I've cut out meat and I do have the odd, odd little bit of fish here and there, but mostly plant-based stuff and fruit. Um and, uh, so what I have in the morning is I typically have distilled water. I'll get into the, the whole reasons behind this later on, um, in a, probably another podcast, but I have distilled water, which is really, really clean water. It cuts out all the rubbish out of your tap water. Um, I have inside there chai seeds, very good with omega threes and healthy fats and a source of protein. I have, um, plant-based protein. <laughs> I have uh, bee pollen. Um, I'm having um, uh, raw um, uh, cocoa. Um, I'm having uh, a banana in now. And there's a list of other things like hemp seeds and uh, uh, flax seeds. And there's all kinds of other stuff in now. And I have that in the morning with a handful of almonds and a handful of um, goji ber berries. And even though it doesn't sound like a lot, that will last me, last me for a few good hours. Being on the telephone... Uh, and being a salesperson, even face to face, I heard once um, uh, um, a, a guy say to me, who was very, very good at sales, he said that when you haven't eaten in the morning and you are physically hungry, you send off the same signals to somebody as if you were unsure. So it's so important to be eating in the morning, especially after you, after you train to replenish your body, but more importantly, set you up for the day. If you've got no fuel in your body, I don't see how the hell you're going to become a success. It's going to be very, very difficult for you to maintain a healthy level of energy and therefore serve your clients and give value to your, your customers and most importantly, your, your, your company. It's so important to make sure that you're, um, 
you're 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 fueling your your body right. Okay, next one, number five. Um, so I leverage my time by doing a few things at, at number five. I, I I obviously get showered, clean myself. I get dressed, but also in the background, I'm I'm having a news on. The reason why I think it's important to leverage your time and also have a news on in the background is. Even if you're not writing things down, I think it's so important that if you're getting into business and if you're an investor, you must know what's going on with current affairs nationally and internationally. So knowing what's going on with the Bank of England, with, with the banks, with interest rates, inflation, knowing what's going on with maybe certain kind of stock, blue chip stock, knowing what's happened with uh, tax uh, increases or tax cuts or um uh, local spending, uh, you know, changes, uh, all these kind of things matter because it shows that you're well-rounded and most importantly, it, it helps you guide your clients, your customers and your company and yourself, your, your employees during, let's say, times of, of change or maybe even times of adversity. The next one, number six, um, I like to read and during the time I'm, I'm reading, I like to highlight key points. So I get a train into London most days and during that, let's say, 17, 18 minute journey, I'm not wasting that time by just sitting around and playing on my phone. I'm reading. So... <clears throat> I'm reading currently right, right now Rob Moore's book, which is Life Leverage, which I, I find it really, really useful. But I'm not just reading the book and going through it. I'm highlighting it, which means I'm participating. And my opinion on that is when you actually read, highlight it and read it back, you're actually going to absorb more of the principles and the fundamental lessons inside that book. Uh, the saying is leaders are readers and big earners are always learners. So if you continue to keep on learning, whether that's through podcasts, reading, being around right the people, it's going to factor into your self-worth and then your net worth will go up later on. And as your self-worth and your networking increases and expands, then you're going to attract all the right things into your life. Next one, number seven, affirmations. Affirmations are personal, positive and present. I, um, I, I, I tend to do these most days. Admittedly, there has been days where I've um, uh, I've come off of it for whatever reason. But then, when I find that I've had a bit of a dip in maybe my attitude or even maybe my performance, I go back to the affirmations and I like to um, add number eight into this, which is incantations. So number seven is affirmations. Number eight is incantations, which is basically the same thing as an affirmation, but doing it standing up, um, looking yourself in the mirror. And literally telling yourself what you're going to be achieving. So a typical affirmation incantation is, I am going to achieve X, Y, Z, whatever your goal is, by the 30, uh, 30th or 31st of July 2018. And maybe saying it out five times to yourself. Um, I feel like when you say it and embody what you're trying to say and what you're trying to achieve, you're much more likely to engage the law of attraction People have got a lo loads of different perceptions or takes on law of attraction. For me, law of attraction works by thinking about something positively, but then talking about it in a positive way. So sending out a signal out into the universe, but then most importantly, acting upon it every single day. You cannot sit on your ass in a room somewhere in your bedroom, for example, and expecting that you're going to get all the money in the world, the family that you want, the education that you want, maybe the car that you want, the house that you want, if you're not going out there and working for it. So um, part of the law of attraction for me is doing affirmations and incantations. If you look at fighters, so I mentioned in my introduction that I have had boxing fights, I've had full team fights, I continue tra uh, training and sparring. 
And one thing I've noticed about a lot of MMA fighters or boxing fighters, when they go into a weigh-in and they're being interviewed or even doing a face-off, how they're talking, they're not saying, I'm going to try my best and I, I'm hoping I'm going to win. They are literally saying to the other person, I'm going to knock you the F out. Um, and whether or not that is your kind of style, the principle is they are saying an incantation, an affirmation, which they truly are believing in and they are embodying it. And if you look at people like Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, any of the top people in their sport or in their in their craft, they they continue to do the affirmations and incantations. So as a salesperson, as a business person, as someone that wants to bet yourself, using this every single day, I think is a healthy, healthy tool and it gets you in a in the right state of mind. Um, because there are going to be days where you don't feel like it. And by training, eating the right things and then, then doing your in incantations is definitely going to get you in the right peak state. Number nine, um, as I mentioned before on number set, um, number, uh, uh, number five was to look at, um, the news. So when I get into work, I literally pick up a paper. I literally go onto the internet and I will look at the BBC, Financial Times, Daily Mail, Bloomberg, you know, any one of these top news, um, uh, uh, you know, papers, and I will highlight certain things which are going on in current affairs. My typical rule is this. I get a pad and I write today's date. I then will write a heading, which is relevant to me. So it might say something along the lines of uh, Bartley's Bank fined £80 million by the FCA, for example. And that might be reported in the BBC. So I write down where the source is from, the BBC. I write down the headline and then I write down who actually said it. And the reason why I use this is because... When it, when it comes down to speaking to clients, certainly about financial products, I, I need to show them that I have a wealth of information that I am studying the markets. And more importantly, I know how to articulate these things. So I'll explain to someone as a, as a, let's say as a spin, um, what this, uh, source, uh, what the BBC is actually trying to say in this and how it could actually be affecting them or many, many current, uh, people who are investing, who have businesses, who are maybe not aware about these current situations. So my typical rule is this, write down one to three of these bullets or headlines every single day. And the key is only to write down the ones that you understand. There's no point in writing down a bullet which you do not understand. It sounds too technical. Bearing in mind, sounding technical may sound interesting, but it may not serve you because you might make things sound very, very complicated. Simple is the answer. Making things simple for anyone to understand is the absolute key. So, for example, there's no point in writing down something like um, quantitative easing, for example. The government or the chairman of the um, Bank of England um, is now saying they're going to increase quantitative easing by, you know, X, Y, Z in the next two or three quarters. If you don't know what quantitative easing means, which is simply printing money, there's no point of writing it down. There's definitely no point of getting into a conversation with that. The honesty is the best policy. So if anyone ever... Um, talks to you about certain things that you do not understand. I always simply say, do you know what? It's not an area I'm familiar with, but I'm going to go and find out what that, exactly what that is or get advice from one of my mentors. And I think that builds you a lot of credibility. The last one, number 10. As a salesperson, but even if you're not directly in sales, I believe at, at the core of every successful business is sales. You need to um, warm yourself up. And if you're going to be talking to people on a regular basis, which I'm sure you are, which I certainly am, I warm up my voice. So I'll be literally doing some role play. I'll literally be increasing my volume, bringing it back down, increasing it. Like I'm going to, 
you know, be, be in the opera or I'm going to be performing on stage or something like that. Because the way I see it is I'm a, I'm a, a sales athlete. If I'm on the telephone or if we're going to go and meet someone, I need to be all warm, warmed up. Um, an athlete, someone like Usain Bolt, who's going to run the 100 metres, who's going to try and break his own world record and, you know, he's got the whole world looking at him. He's not just going to get onto the track and then suddenly just do the run. He's going to warm up, even if that's behind the scenes. So you need to warm up every single day in order to make sure that your muscles in, um, even in your face and in, 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 in your body and also your, uh, your voice box is completely warmed up. So you sound very natural. You sound very, very, uh, empowered. You sound very passionate and enthusiastic. And I think that's, that, that is uh, another thing that a lot of, um, let's say, uh, people coming into sales or people that, uh, disregard certain things. They overlook warming yourself up. And sometimes they, they wonder why it takes them very, very long to get in, into the day and get any kind of results. So that's my, that's my 10 things. That's my routine of a champion. Um, thank you for subscribing to another um, episode of the Stephen Sully study. Um, all I would ask for you to do is if you get any value from this, please recommend me to friends, family, or anyone that you feel that can benefit from this. Um, I'm very, very humble if you have, have done that already. Um, I'm not doing this for money. I'm literally just here to, to try and um, uh, serve and help other people and just let, uh, other people know what I've um, encountered during my time on this planet of 32 years. I've made um, a lot of success, but I've made a lot of fuck ups during my time. And I'm, I'm here to share all this because I feel like it could serve other people. Um, my uh, little um, send off saying is uh, be happy, but never content. Thank you for subscribing. Cheers. Cheers.